I'm louder. You The most important factor to a healthy well-being is feeling connected. Welcome, Welcome to From There to, to Here. A safe place where we will explore some of life's adventures so that you do not feel alone. Hi, everybody, and welcome to From There to Here. As always, we like to get our Monday started off in a positive way. So we are going to ask the ultimate question, what is making us happy this week? What is in your heart lens, Jess? And my heart lens this week is girls golf night. Ooh. This week we put our golf pro instructor on two chairs and we made him stand on them and shape his body. Well, we wanted him to be like a star, but he refused. (laughs) (laughs) And then we all like put our hands up at him and like praised him and we just like to embarrass him. That's in my heart lens. (laughs) (laughs) Embarrassing other people (laughs) and then finding joy from it. Yes. It was great fun. That's hilarious. Uh, You might be hearing a third person on the mic this episode. Um, We are welcoming our good friend, Shannon. Hi. Hi, Shannon. What's in your heart lens this week? Um, I taught a meditation class last night to a very good friend, and she was the only one who showed up to the oh, class. Oh, that's so, so awesome it was really that you personal and intimate. Yeah. It was great that you got awesome. to do that. So fun. Okay, what's in my heart lens? <laughs> um, I have really been mindful of changing my negative thoughts into positive thoughts. So. This morning, I woke up thinking, oh, I have so much laundry to get done this week. I mean, piles and piles, like mm-hmm. every single hamper in my house mm-hmm. is like yeah. overflowing with laundry. Yeah. So I know that I need to get that done this week. And I really don't like the process of laundry. folding and putting yeah. it away. I don't yeah. mind like the washing and putting mm-hmm. it from the washer to the dryer. But then it's from like the dryer into drawers. Yeah, that and, is the worst part. Yeah. yeah. So I'm... Now going to change this mindset of hating oh, laundry. Let's hear it. I know I'm going to teach everybody how to do this today. I am lucky enough to actually be able to do the physical work of oh. folding my clothes and putting them away, but also I am lucky enough that I have the abundance of clothes that need to be oh, put away. Good point. Yeah. Look like, at all these. Right? <laughs> I'm trying really hard this week. <laughs> Um, Judy commented on Facebook sharing her heart lens with us. Judy's grandsons, all four boys, bring lots of love and laughter to her every day. Her heart lens is overflowing with gratitude. Donna also shared her heart lens with us via Facebook. Donna is thankful for the beautiful weather we are having in Wisconsin. I would like to agree with Donna. I am so thankful. Oh my gosh, I love it. The shorts are coming out. The snow yes. pants are being put away. Tops the past two days. Oh, it's oh, wonderful. Thank you, Judy and Donna, for looking into your heart lens and sharing it with us this week. If you want to share your personal heart lens with us, we welcome you to leave a comment on our Facebook page or to email us at podcast from there to here at Gmail. And we will read these joys during upcoming episodes. As my co-hosts referenced, we have a third microphone with us today. Our friend Shannon is with us. 
And she is here to share her journey with us as she too struggled with dun, dun, dun. infertility. It's a so big word. It, I'm saying it <laughs> more and more, even in real life, not just into this microphone, <laughs> I swear. And uh, anyway, Shannon um, was an early childhood. Well, you were you were early childhood too, but you worked in elementary yeah, ages oh, as yeah. well. We met Shannon working together as special education teachers. So I'm sitting here sandwiched, actually. <laughs> I'm a Jess. Or I'm a Shannon sandwich, or yeah, maybe I'm in the middle. Anyways, I have she's a Shannon the on each side of me. <laughs> um, oh, and I was thinking about it today on my drive here because you two used to like share a door. Right? Yeah, yeah, work together. Yes. Yeah, we did. So I was kind of like, I mean, I wasn't being jealous, but I was kind of <laughs> jealous. I'm like, they're having all the fun down the hall over there. Anyway, <laughs> so people had to start calling me Prosh because I got hired <laughs> after the original Shannon. Shannon, huh. Shannon EC, yeah. as we call her. Yep. Anyways, we'll get on to topic here. <laughs> but Shannon is here with us today, and we thought we would just start by asking her to tell us a little bit about your journey, Shannon. Okay. Um, I'm going to start kind of at the end first. I Perfect. have three beautiful kids now. Mm-hmm. I have a um, nine-year-old girl in fourth grade. I have a seven-year-old girl in second grade and a five-year-old in kindergarten. And I wished and hoped and dreamed for that for a really long time. My husband and I will also be sharing our 20th I know, yeah. 20, 20 years. 20. That's like really a long time. I, I, I should be really, really old and gray, right? Instead right. of this no. cool hip person yes. that I am. Exactly. Young and vibrant, not tired at yeah. all. Right, yeah. Yeah, well, we got married when we were 27 and didn't really think we wanted kids. And I remember early on having the conversation, we we don't want to. We just want to party and have fun. <laughs> well, you were 27. We were 27. And I, I think I was in school at the time getting my master's. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to change the world one kid at a time. And then I got pregnant on accident and I miscarried rather quickly and I was devastated, devastated. Mm -hmm. And then, so like your original plan was to not have kids and your plan changed then after the miscarriage, do you think? I think so. I think because I decided that, or like, you taught me that I, I felt there was a presence or a, a person or a being or something. And I didn't know oh, if, like, like, oops. Uh, like a spirit baby. Uh, like I think we've talked about yeah. Yeah. Like so, kind of hanging around, but yeah. And I would have dreams of different kids and my dreams were always of redheaded boys, which I never, <laughs> <did enough. laughs> but um, that started, we were living in Minnesota at the time and we started going to all these doctors and, had all these well-wishers telling me to just chill out and calm down and you'll uh, be fine. Yeah. And what? And, and we have said in a past podcast, you say, shut up. Yeah, and I, I didn't. And the one thing, going through all of that and, and in between all of that, then I was going to school full-time and working full-time and then we moved to Wisconsin and then we really started hot and heavy on some of the different fertility treatments like um i think we did iui i don't even remember Mm -hmm. all the terms anymore so they never (laughs) when you were going to the doctors they never said you can't get pregnant or 
Like, what was the trouble area? Nobody could find anything wrong. I had all all the tests mm-hmm. um, Western medicine, I feel, had to offer. And nobody could find anything wrong with my insides mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And they were strictly focused on you. Well, we did test Eric's. Okay. Yeah, Eric's okay. Um, little swimmers were also tested, and those came out. Those were- Swim in the right direction. I think so. And I mean, speeds and the right <laughs> numbers of them. Yeah. I never knew there were so many things that you can actually test about sperm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and to, to actually create a human, millions of things have to go right. And if one oh, yes. of those things trips or yep. hiccups or it's a glitch wrong, in any way, yeah, it, so many different things can happen. Right. And I do believe I got pregnant a second time when I was doing um, acupuncture. With Michelle, yeah. I think the same yeah. place. Well, it was a different place, but the same woman. And I think all three of us have yes. seen this woman. Yeah, yes. um, yeah, for acupuncture because it was going to make us pregnant. It was, it was, yeah. and I remember just feeling so. It never made me or no, she, you um, never did. No, Chanel. yeah, I did, but then miscarried early on again. Yeah, okay, early on again. And at that point, she had an office on the Isthmus here in Madison, and there were a few other women families going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we somehow found each other and banded mm-hmm. together and spent a good year to two years together helping each other. Yeah. I couldn't tell you their names now. Sure. But at and, that point at in that your point, life, you needed that support system. I do. Yeah. And I, in one of your episodes, you talked about community and how important that was. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> at that point in my life, I am so grateful that I had those other families and women mm-hmm. who could help with that. And I think out of the 10 of us, two didn't get pregnant. And then years later, I ended up getting pregnant mm-hmm. naturally. And the, the other woman never did. Most of them got pregnant, I believe, through IVF or in vitro. In yeah, IVF. Yeah, IVF. Do you know if they adopted the other ones or? I just, cannot just remember. Not had kids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is interesting how strangers going through the same challenges as yeah. you can become some of your closest people in a way. Yeah. I know. I had I messaged with people on Facebook, and mm-hmm. even now I message with um, one woman on Facebook here and there and we follow each other because we both have adopted a son now and it's just interesting how those things can really bring people together yeah well because you need to be able to chat with someone else about it if there's something that comes Mm -hmm. up Uh, that can relate that can relate and yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so you how many rounds of IUI did you do so for those of you that might not know what IUI is I like to Turkey baster. Yes, the layman terms is (laughs) the turkey baster. Um, The the male has to go in, give his sperm in a cup. They turkey baster it up and put it into the woman's vagina and boom, a baby is made, right? No, No. that doesn't happen. It's not exactly how it happened here. (laughs) No. How about you? No. No, No. and it hurt. I I just remember being, it didn't hurt, but it was uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. I mean, so many reasons that was uncomfortable. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, I think we did Three. Okay. And yeah. then at one point, someone told, we talked about this before, sure. someone told me that IVF was not going to work for me. And at that uh. point, the Wisconsin Fertility Institute was just forming and they had a special 
where you a can. special. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, special. Ooh, like, yay. Buy one baby, get one free or what? No. <laughs> I think they had a, a round of three. You could, sure. you could pay for a round of three. And if you didn't go home with a baby, you got X amount of the money back. Oh, yeah. Yes. Still, I, yes. I appreciate places that yeah. do that kind of thing. Bazillions of dollars. It is. Oh, expensive. So expensive. Oh, so I, which isn't fair and should probably not be that way. Just as a side note. Yeah. Um, I decided my husband and I decided that we were not going to do that then because that was a lot of money and it was incredible stress. Our bodies were stressed. Our minds were stressed. Our relationship was taking a hit. Not only that, but the way I was treating my body and what I could put in it, be around all of that was stressing out our friends. I remember showing up to dinners and somebody would make something i'd be like oh that's not on my menu right now i can't oh yes oh my gosh what a dick move of me that was so rude and probably not even right but those were the that was the advice i was given at the time that so what how did you find out what foods you shouldn't and shouldn't should and shouldn't have eaten oh i'm sure part of it was google and the world wide web and other other people in this fertility group that i was in i also don't like infertility the fertility <laughs> group yeah the fertility group that i was in uh, the women had different books to read okay so we we read did you ever do one of those food sensitivity tests i think it was an uh, lcat yes that's I, what i did yeah i did that too and then it told you like these are the foods you should eat these are the foods you can't eat these might it's like blood work I don't know. I did end up one time doing a scope for my stomach because someone thought maybe I had not celiac, but some sort of wheaten or gluten intolerance, which first off, the doctor was not kind about it. He thought Mm. I was like a hypochondriac. Oh, but it was an invasive. I had to be put out in a tube down my throat. So and I it was fine. Everything was fine, but it the was, lengths that oh you go through to get to your ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah, a baby, a baby, a <laughs> yeah. family. Yeah. Which you know now I, I wish I would have known a family. So when then the IUIs didn't work out, Eric and I decided we were just not going to have babies and we were just going to mm-hmm. be our family. Yeah, and I love that you just referred to the two of you as a family because yeah. that's like a pet peeve of mine when people are yeah. like, "Oh, you when are you starting a family?" Like. I am a family. My yeah. husband and I are a family. You yes. don't need a baby in it. Yes. Or a kid. Ugh. So thank you. Well, anyway, like, yeah, like sorry. Your ex- yeah, <laughs> but your expectation of family and my expectation of family are very different and neither one is better than the other. And, right. Right. Yes. And I, I've always I've always thought of that too. And then on our tenth wedding anniversary, my sister called and said, There is a baby. This woman is um six months pregnant. She thought she was six weeks pregnant and in the state she lives in, the abortion laws were so, and she was too far along that Mm -hmm, that was mm -hmm. not an option for her anymore. And so I was communicating with my sister, which was really hard and weird, but this woman wanted to give up the, her -hmm. little boy for adoption. Prior to that, Shannon, did you think that you and Eric, you were done, you weren't going to do IVF, you were done with IUI. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you ever think about adoption? I think we never totally took it off the table, but okay. we didn't. Act- well, that's not true. We did actively search a little bit at, um, I think we went to two meetings maybe early on, and one might have been a foster care and one was just adoption. Sure. I don't, I don't know just adoption, but yeah, we did. And I, I can't remember why we stopped that. But we did. But we, then we did look your into it. sister calls. Oh, yeah. And this, 
Well, my sister called and said, so this little boy, the, the mom is having a boy, um, would you consider? And we were like, well, yeah. And that was more stress than I think all of the IUI and the IVF combined <laughs> because in Texas, where they're from, mm-hmm. we had to have a lawyer for her. We had a, had oh, a yeah. lawyer for us. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the lawyers. All the lawyers. And none are, like, anyway, I won't tangent on lawyers yet <laughs> yeah that's a whole another episode <laughs> yeah. well it's, it was a big it was yes, huge and it is it's unbelievable it, it's unbelievable you don't realize anyway keep going well and and the probability of her deciding to keep the baby was really mm. high mm. and I we didn't we didn't understand all of that right so I somehow I don't remember how we got a lawyer in Wisconsin and we got a lawyer in Texas I had just put put in my FMLA because his due date was also my sister's birthday oh and yeah. I I very well remember this yeah. happening at work and yeah. you coming and telling me and how there's excitement there's nervousness oh. there's the unknown oh. yeah. So Your plans again have changed in a yeah. totally different direction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we were going to just retire at 45. That yeah. was our- <laughs> I, remember, yeah, I remember that. We're just going to pay off all our bills. Just and kidding. Then, yeah. <laughs> not even close yeah. anymore. <laughs> and um, the day I signed my FMLA papers, and I, I think we were going to pay the lawyer that afternoon, yeah. I got a call from my sister and she said she's keeping the baby. Thanks for listening today. That's all we have time for, but please join us next Monday for part two of Shannon's interview. We will leave you with some inspiration from Dolly Parton today. The way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you gotta put up with the rain. Thank you for listening and being a part of our community. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to connect, we can be reached at podcast from there to here at Gmail. We We hope hope you continue continue on this journey with us. us.